We are back with the Elevation to Krishna Consciousness by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Page number 37 When we transcend material nature through the rendering of service unto Krishna what is our status? Do we become zero? Some philosophies maintain that after liberation from material life, after the nirvana of this material body, we become zero, void. That is a dangerous theory. By nature, the living entity is not attracted to zero. We may be diseased and suffering from so many elements, but if our doctor comes and says, let me finish your ailments by killing you. We will immediately say, no, no, better let me suffer from the disease. We do not want to be killed just to end our miseries. Thus, the theory that after material life there is a void is not at all attractive. Nor it is a fact. We are Satchit Ananda Vigraha, eternal, blissful and full of knowledge and part and parcel of the Supreme. The Supreme Lord is Satchitananda Vigraha and we are qualitatively one with Him. Although very small, a drop of seawater is as salty as the sea. And although we are but spiritual atoms, we have the same properties as the Supreme Spirit Whole. There is no question of being void, for as living entities our spiritual propensities are all there in infinite variegatedness. If, however, out of the frustration of material existence we commit suicide, we do not end our miseries. We simply create other miseries. If one attempts suicide but does not succeed or is somewhat somehow revived, he is subject to being punished under state law. Similarly, the laws of nature treat suicides as criminal acts. We are to end this material life only after finding out the true blissful life of eternity. We should not simply be trying to end the miseries of this life simply out of frustration, but we should engage ourselves in activities that will rise us to spiritual life. The four divisions of human society were created by Sri Krishna in order to facilitate this process of elevation. Just as a student is elevated from a lower class to a postgraduate class, the divisions of labor, Chatur Varnyam, are created to elevate us from the lowest stages of consciousness to the highest stage of Krishna consciousness. This process is a process of cooperation. In the human body, the most important part is the head, then the arms, the belly and the legs. Although the head is considered to be the most important part, there is no question of neglecting the legs or any other part. Similarly, in the divisions of human society, no 
one division is important to the exclusion of the others. Of these divisions, the Brahmanas are considered to be the intellectual class, the class of teachers. The Kshatriyas are the administrative and military class. The Vaishyas are the mercantile and agricultural class. And the Shudras are the common laborer class. In a properly run society, all of these classes are required. If they cooperate in their progress toward Krishna consciousness, there is no strife amongst them. In the present social status we find that we are existing in these four divisions, but there is no cooperation. Everyone is dissatisfied. Today there is a great strife between the capitalist class and laborer class, because between them there is no compromise, there's only friction. All the strife amongst the classes is due to lack of Krishna consciousness. Indeed, there's not even a possibility of cooperation unless there is Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness is absolutely essential for harmonizing all facets of human society. Regardless of what class we belong to, if we cooperate in Krishna consciousness, there will be peace in the world. Thus, Krishna consciousness is the utmost necessity for all divisions of society. Every chapter and every conclusion of Bhagavad Gita aim toward Krishna consciousness. Sri Krishna, who is speaking Bhagavad Gita, is always stressing devotion to his personal self. Manmana bhava madbhakto madhyaji mam namaskuru mam evashyasi satyam te pratichane priyosime. Quote, always think of me and become my devotee. Worship me and offer your homage unto me. Thus you will come to me without fail. I promise you this because you are my very dear friend. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 18.65 Throughout Bhagavad Gita we find this word mum stressed. Mum means unto me, meaning unto Krishna. But there are miscreants who are interpreting this mum to mean everyone. When I say bring me a glass of water, does it mean that I want you to bring everyone a glass of water? The individuality is there, but by jugglery of words, they interpret me or I to mean everyone. Consequently, when Krishna says I, the miscreants identify this I with themselves. This is a gross misinterpretation. Although Bhagavad Gita is very popular in the world, Due to this misinterpretation by mundane scholars, it has not been properly understood. Bhagavad Gita clearly explains that this Chaturvarnyam system was established by Krishna, but he is outside of the system. When Krishna comes as an incarnation, he does not come as a member of any social order, not 
as a brahmana or anything else. When Krishna came, he came as the son of Devaki and Vasudev. Vasudev belonged to the royal family and was therefore a Kshatriya. As such, Krishna played the part of a Kshatriya, but this does not mean that Krishna belonged to the Kshatriya class. There are many incarnations of Krishna in many forms of life. In one incarnation he appeared as a fish, as the member of the community of fishes, but this does not mean that he is a fish. If we think about upon seeing a fish that it belongs to Krishna's family, we are mistaken. Of course, from another point of view everything is Krishna, but Krishna is aloof from everything. This is the transcendental nature of Krishna, and if we understand it, we will be liberated from birth and death. Although Krishna has established the four divisions of human society, he is not in any one of them. Tasya kartaram apimam vidya kartaram avyayam As soon as we understand that although Krishna was born into a Kshatriya family, he is not a Kshatriya, we actually become liberated. If we think that because Krishna acts in a particular way, as on the battlefield he gave instructions to Arjuna to fight, he is bound by the reactions of his activities, we are mistaken. Works do not defile me, Sri Krishna says. Namam karmani limpanti. In conclusion, we must accept the fact that when Krishna comes as one of us, he is not in actuality one of us. He is transcendental. This fact we must learn by submissive inquiry from authoritative sources, such as Bhagavad Gita or a spiritual master who is fully realized in Krishna consciousness. Today, all facets of human society are thinking that their self-interest is in maintaining this body. Consequently, today's society is simply a society of cats, dogs and hogs. From Vedic literatures, we can understand that we don't have to work hard all day to simply maintain this body. We are working very hard because we are trying to control material nature for the purposes of sense gratification. One who can come to understanding that Krishna is the root of everything, the origin of everything, can understand the meaning of Ishvarah Paramah Krishna. Krishna is the supreme controller. In the universe there are many Ishvaras or controllers, but Krishna is the supreme among all of them. Krishna consciousness gives us this knowledge. Without it, we will remain ignorant of our real self-interest. Modern society is in dire need of intellectual persons or brahmanas who can broadcast real spiritual knowledge all over the world. That is an absolute necessity for a society which is working hard simply to exploit nature. 
If people try to understand this Krishna consciousness movement scientifically and philosophically with their best knowledge and judgment and try to cooperate, there will be peace all over the world. In essence, the method is very simple. We need only chant Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare and follow the regulative principles mentioned before. By following the regulative principles we will be avoiding the four pillars of sinful life and by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra we will be associating with God constantly. Thus, there will be peace among all classes of men. Jai, we're, we've finished this beautiful chapter of the book and we're going to start the next one in the next episode tomorrow. So thank you so much for tuning in today and this book is available in the link in the description of this episode as well as our email it's right there shravanamteam at gmail.com stay tuned this was shravanam diaries and we will see you next time Hare Krishna